good people who have traveled from villages near and far. Lend me your ears. Hello? Hello? Anybody home? What's up, Miss Tasty? What's up, what's up? Hi there, nice to see you. Bumblebee Tuna? Bumblebee Tuna! Hello, S-Man Tooth. Hello, Evening News Team. You are now listening to another edition of Movie Review Crew. Welcome to the Goody Room. Their ability to open is f***ing heroic. And now, with your permission, I'm going to do my stuff. What are you going to do? I'm going to do the best I can. All right, welcome everybody. This is another edition of the Movie Review Crew. I'm your host, Mike Lucas, and joining me is Brent Frugier. Hello. Aaron Kronikin. Hello. And Shane Kronikin. How's it going? It's going well. <laughs> Remix. Yep. <laughs> it's going well. We are joining you via via Zoom. We're joining together, I guess. Not necessarily joining you. The point is we have an excellent episode. We're reviewing SWAT on today's episode, the movie from 2003 starring Sammy, Sammy, Sammy L. Jackson. Sammy, Sammy, Sammy L. Jackson. Yeah. Yep. That's what the nickname is, isn't it? Yeah. Okay. Exactly. So, uh, on the top of today's show, I want to I want to just reinstate something that Shane said prior. He said today's episode might be a little short because it's dot 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 SWAT. So, yeah. what I haven't I don't know if I've ever seen this movie. Well, I didn't alert, watch it for today's episode. We really don't have to go into uh, you know potential awards that it might have been worthy of or uh you know depth mm-hmm. behind the plot or characters uh anything like that okay okay well it sounds like it's a fascinating movie uh also i didn't realize that it starred colin farrell mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. one thing i did not realize um it was written by or i guess co-written by one of our favorites on the show david ayer interesting and, and by favorites so, I mean, he's so you know it's going to be really thoughtful and and deep <laughs> and just pose a lot of questions mm-hmm. it's going to be it's you know it's a thinking yep. man's swat movie really <laughs> a thinking man's swat movie <laughs> david ayer does nothing but broski cop or war movies I wonder was or he like gangster or gangster? I wonder if he like has a background in family like the that are cops or army and military, or if he just thinks it's cool. You know what I mean? Like what's what spawns it all? Money. He, uh, I would imagine his answer is it's just cool, brah. Like yeah, that. I I I'd have to say it's just like this o- overinflated sense of machismo or or just I I don't know. Just the like is, <laughs> Michael Bay, true. I mean, same same thing. Michael Bay is just cool, like girls' butts and explosions. That's it. the The problem with David Ayer though is that he makes all of these cop movies, and it, all of his gangsters in these cop movies are like these super caricature, cartoony Hispanic gangsters, and I don't think he knows that it's cartoony. I think that's what he thinks is going on in the world. Well, the entirety of uh, 
his filmography, every single character is a is a cartoon. I mean, the closest True. he ever got to real characters was, uh, I guess, Fury. kind of in Fury uh, yeah. and 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 uh, Training Day. Just because those actors are so damn good, I, I don't I don't know if I give him a whole lot of credit. You're saying Jeremy Renner isn't on the same level as Denzel Washington? Um, <laughs> I like Renner, but no. Jeremy Renner, I forgot he was in this until he started watching this. And uh, yeah, there's probably a reason I didn't remember he was in it. I honestly, I didn't remember anything about this movie. It's It's one of those movies where it's like, okay, fine enough. I enjoyed it. And then... A few days later, you're you're like, wow, I don't remember any of that. None of it was memorable. Interesting. You still, I, you should watch it. Yeah, I don't feel like I missed out anything on anything by not watching it this week. Uh, and for our listeners out there, I I don't review every movie on the show, but I'm I'm here to host and kind of make sure it flows smoothly on our show. So. Yeah, I'm just I'm lucky. I lucked out this week. Um, I want to. I want to. It wasn't horrible. I mean, we'll get into it later, obviously. Yeah. But I mean, yeah. Let's let's not ruin. Let's not spoil our sixty million year egg, right off the bat. Right there we go. The audience doesn't get that. Not the point. We're moving on. Uh, <laughs> um, I want to to pose a question to you guys right out the gate. Samuel Jackson's in this film, but yep. what was the mm-hmm. first movie you saw? with Samuel L. Jackson in it. Not like the first movie worth seeing, but the first time you saw him. Maybe Pulp Fiction. Okay. Okay. I don't even know. Like, I, back- I mean, he's been in so many movies, like, and I've yeah. seen a lot of movies with him. Like, I can't remember the first one. I was like, oh, yeah, that's Samuel L. Jackson. I can't remember the first one. Maybe Pulp Fiction, like Aaron said, just because that came out, what, in early or mid-90s or whatever, so we were... Oh yeah, or episode out. one maybe even episode one was was no. what ninety nine and and no. I was eleven. I got it. So this is the answer for all of us. Jurassic Park. Uh-huh. What he said. Oh, oh yeah, hold on yeah. To your butts. yeah, definitely. Forgot about that. Yeah. No, nope. yeah. I think I I think my mom wouldn't have let me watch that because that's what a PG thirteen or rated R film. It's not R, is it? We still watched it. You didn't watch it at, at when we were all all of us cousins were getting babysat together. I don't know, man, because like I was a generation behind you guys. Like when that movie yeah, came out, true, it came man. it came out my birth year. <laughs> so okay, true. So the thing that I'm thinking is, it's either that or episode one, because I know I saw episode one in 1999. So. Would I have seen Jurassic Park before I was six years old? Uh, right? It I know. It's it, yeah, it definitely was an episode one for me because I remember when I saw episode one, I was like, oh hey, Sam Jackson. I know that guy. It um, probably was Jurassic Park. I forgot all about the hold on to your butts thing. Yeah. I know. I was going back through his filmography and I was like, oh my God. Uh what the uh, it's, it's I didn't re- I forgot he was he was in there, and um, and honestly I'm pretty sure I probably saw Die Hard with a Vengeance before even though it came after Pulp Fiction I'm pretty sure I probably saw it before I saw Pulp Fiction. Um, Sam Jackson's 
career goes all the way back to 1973. What do you think his first movie is that's like <laughs> worth seeing? Like the, the earliest. Seeing? That he was a big part of? Yes. yes. I mean, all right, let's look at his. Because uh... like he, he was in Coming to America in 88, but he didn't have a big role. Right. He was in Goodfellas, but I don't know how big a role he was. I've seen that movie a few times. It wasn't times. a big role at all. Oh, that's right. Yeah, he was uh, towards like the third, uh, the third act of that movie. Yeah, it's just kind of like, uh, hey, that's Sam Jackson kind of role. Yeah, yeah. Uh, maybe like is Pulp Fiction what what launched him into? No, what Patriot Games is he a big part of? Is that a big movie? I believe it is. Right. Uh, that's a. I mean, it's a. Tom Clancy novel. Yeah. I don't remember enough to know how big his part was, though. Yeah, I don't either. So maybe it was Jurassic Park, guys. Well, even in that, it wasn't that big a role. Yeah, I, I would, just looking at the movies that he's done, the first big role of his that I would say, I don't know, what, what did you question it as worth seeing? Yes. So I don't know how big of a part he had in Do the Right Thing, but I know a lot of people like that movie, so it could be that. But for me personally, just looking at it, it would be Pulp Fiction. That's his first big role because Jurassic Park, he had a smaller role. And then a lot of these other movies, either it's a small role or a movie I really wouldn't care about. Yeah. It's interesting, though. So what, what spawned this whole thing was realizing Colin Farrell was in SWAT. And I was like, when did his career kick off and then that started getting me down the sam jackson train and so let's move on to colin farrell when do you think his career really kicked off tiger land when did that come out he got uh it's not that great a movie but he got really good reviews from tiger land interesting that's uh, also uh, not to not to derail this but uh, i think i found out which which one uh launched sam jackson Um, oh yeah yeah go ahead uh the movie uh, Jungle Fever was a Spike Lee movie that got a lot of press and got some good reviews in that. And and I, I don't. Th- he wasn't the main guy, but if I remember right, it's it's been forever since I saw it. I think he had like a, at least a a bigger supporting role. So I, I think because it was a Spike Lee movie and mm-hmm. and Joy. was a little bit bigger, I, I think that's what launched his career. You're gonna talk about Spike Lee, say or a Spike Lee joint. Yeah. Not a Spike Lee movie. No, I don't. I don't do that. No, it's a movie. See, but but hear me out. How did Colin Farrell's career not, I guess, tank between like 2002 and 2008? No, stop. Because listen, Tigerland, he was great in 2000. Arts War, he was fine in Minority. 2002. Report. Those are two. Uh, 2002. Uh, I mean, kind of... I love. That's a definite guilty pleasure. Yeah, that's no. such a bad movie. No, that's such a bad movie. But you, you asked like how it didn't tank. Like, yeah, he didn't like lose his career, but he didn't exactly do a lot of great movies. Like, it kind of did take a little bit of a tank because I mean, he was in Daredevil, which everybody absolutely hated. Um, his next real big movie after that, he did some other stuff. But his next real big, I just messed up and lost where I was. It was in SWAT. Alexander. But yeah, SWAT, but like Alexander, that was a mess. Nobody liked that. Yeah, I get. Even if the movies were bad, though, he was. They were big, prominent movies. Like he was still famous. 
well, I mean, right, Alexander, but, then he did the New World, then Miami Vice. But some Bruce, some actors who Glory. who have these big movies, but the movies don't succeed. They the actor just gets tossed aside. Well, but we're we're talking about you're talking about success by standards of reviews. I don't know how much these money these movies made as far as money made. Maybe he Fair was a point. profitable actor and people kept hiring him. Fair point. But what if? I think I think I mean go look at Adam Sandler's filmography and say how is this okay. guy still working? No no <laughs> no. I I pointed that out. I pointed that out to you guys. I someone brought it up and was like every mm-hmm. single one of his movies in the past 20 years has come in under budget. It's doubled or tripled its budget. He and makes them fast, he makes them yes. cheap and they make a boatload of money. Uh-huh. And he's easy to work with. And it's like what what else can you ask for? Mm-hmm. So I mean, but he's also running Happy Madison Productions. I mean, or I don't know if he's running it, running it. You know what I mean? But he has a role in that, obviously. Yeah. So it's it's interesting to look at, I think. Um, but yeah. Uh, do you guys want to get into what we've talked about lately? Or what you've seen lately, rather? Sure. sure. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, Shane, do you want to go first? Yeah, I actually... Uh... My saw my first 2021 movie. I did see News of the World uh, with Tom Hanks and I don't know the little girl. Oh name. yeah, it's her first movie, I think. That one costs um, like a, a billion dollars to rent, doesn't it? Twenty. Uh, Twenty. But I I actually went to the theater because, like I said, the theater here nobody goes to. So it was uh, me and Heather and and then like two older couples in in the entire theater. So it was that. Yep. And then we got Corona. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. Uh, it was no. It, it was it was fine. I was hoping for more. Part of that is because it's Tom Hanks. Uh, part of that is because I read the book, and the book is phenomenal. But I feel like it's and this is this is a criticism that I think Tom Hanks is getting more and more in his later years and his later roles. Is it's a very safe wholesome tom hanks role that that doesn't have a whole lot of depth to it it's just like his arc is he's tom hanks and he's a good guy and then at the end he's tom hanks and he's a good guy and that's the arc of his character and that's a lot of his characters now that he's like america's father apparently he just plays the (laughs) old guys that are the (laughs) that are just like your dad and 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 it's fine. Like I don't want to detract from Tom Hanks. He's very, he's a brilliant actor, but he has, I agree with that. He's kind of gotten in this rut of just playing the same these just thing. Easy roles. They're just these easy roles. There's no edge to the characters and no darkness. There's no turmoil. There's, it's just like Tom Hanks is good. And, and he, uh, he's a dad to this girl. And the I don't think Tom Hanks is is the right guy to be that character like i, I mean was he not, is. I, not 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 that he has to be like a violent like dark right. person but, but only only in the sense that he has to have some some turmoil in his life it's but yep. it's just like he's the perfect human being from beginning to end he's who you should strive to be and that's that is he not <laughs> well, right, yeah i i don't know but he's just, an actor yeah i i don't know i it it's a good movie. It's not great, and I feel like it could have been. 
but it is good and it's worth watching. I, I even even for the twenty dollars, especially if you're a big Tom Hanks fan, I think it'd be worth that. But it's 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 just not as good as I thought it would be. Yeah, gotcha. Interesting. Uh, anything else that you've seen? No, uh, just well, I mean, just some older stuff that we've been. Heather and I have been watching some Kurt Russell movies that she hasn't oh, seen. Oh, God. Yep. Moving on. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> First of all, Kurt Russell's a brilliant actor who's never had a lull in like 60 years of acting, but that's fine. We'll, we'll move on if you want to. Uh, Aaron, Aaron, what about you? Good luck. Uh, honestly, no, I watched, I've been trying to read a whole lot. I finished Dune and, and started, I'm, I'm about a quarter of the way through the sequel book. So I think the only movie I watched was with Leland. We watched uh, Ferdinand, the animated movie about the bull with John Cena. John Cena. Yep. So what this a- is the second time that I have been criticized for watching a Kurt Russell movie <laughs> and someone says they've watched a damn cartoon? Hey, no, I have I no choice. Week. I have no choice. And when I have time to watch something for myself, it's like, no, you know what? I'm gonna go read interesting so those words never come out of my mouth anymore <laughs> i'm gonna go do something boring i'll see you guys later actually i don't i don't mind reading uh when does dune come out uh, october last i heard unless that changes there's a whole thing with the lawsuit between legendary and yeah. wb and hbo things so we'll see what happens that's not i mean hopefully it hits theaters <laughs> uh well, I mean, either way, it's going to hit theaters. The argument is whether it's going to hit HBO at the same time to take away gotcha. their, their uh, ticket sales. Gotcha. Interesting. Interesting. I'm looking forward to that. Hopefully, hopefully, COVID didn't didn't ruin that and ruin uh, Denny V's career at the same time. Yeah, that's what he was worried about. Is that? I mean, he already had as good as Blade Runner 2049 was. It was a huge flop. Yep. And uh, that could be the case in this one if, if it doesn't go to theaters. Yep. Like he's super talented, but I have no idea if his, I don't think his movies make money and uh, they're audience, audiencely panned some, somewhat. Uh, Brent, what about you? Have you seen anything? Uh, there's been a few things, but I'll only talk about like a couple of the big ones. Yeah. Like I uh, watched uh, Wonder Woman 1984. Um, yeah. How was that? Uh, um, if you didn't like the first Wonder Woman movie, you will absolutely hate the second one because it is not nearly as good as the first one. Interesting. It's a long movie that still feels extremely rushed. Like they it's like almost three hours i think and it's still extremely oh. rushed i mean um, gal gadot's still wonder woman right yeah it's fine yes yeah, so but like i say like it it wasn't horrible horrible like it wasn't the worst dc movie out there <laughs> that's, that's literally the only parameter you have for how long a movie can be <laughs> is 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 gal gadot in it yeah 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 but basically God, that fair. movie it's sitting at a 5.5 on imdb but yeah. imdb doesn't count what about it on rotten tomatoes well rotten tomatoes isn't any better are you looking at critics or are you looking at oh uh, no i have a for i have an algorithm a formula in my head i, I cross multiply um uh, to get uh, to get the same uh average and then i, mm-hmm. I uh yeah. add the binomials 60 uh, percent from We're critics 
6.1 out of 10 from critics. Um, okay. And the thing about this movie is also, like, there was something I saw where people were, like, they're, like, the people involved were trying to get it to get, like, nominated for Oscars and stuff like that. And I don't see anything in that movie that's worth nominating. The special effects yeah, but Brent, weren't that great. Yeah, Brent, girl power. That's not, no, that's not a thing. That's the, the first one like, they're gonna run on. I know, but if they were gonna nominate one of those movies, like the first one, like honest, like when that came out, that was a hundred times better than this second one. Like they could have pushed for that one to be nominated for stuff. Sorry. But like, I don't know. But I, it's, it's... I I went to look at the Rotten Tomato scores, and uh, to be fair, audience, I I think most of these DC movies and these these Marvel movies. The audience score is what you look at more. Because, no. Yes. Yeah. I, Wait, I want the dumb fanboy opinion. Yes, because I'm not going into a superhero film looking for a. I'm looking to turn my brain off and watch Gal Gadot punch people in the face. Okay. Like, that's why they're no good. Oh my god. Okay. There's that's no true. substance. It's no, the same it, it, thing that's, that's exactly come out. It of it's, it's, that's times. my point. I don't. I, go ahead. Sorry, Shane. What would you say? Sorry, it, it's a, it's like you said. It's all based off expectations. What, right. what do you expect from the movie? It, it's the same as if if I went into SWAT this week, right. expecting not SWAT. Right. <laughs> I mean, you have to know what you're getting into. It if if you're in sure, a movie, but I would still I call think... somebody stupid if they said it was an eight out of ten. Well, no, but I'm not. Well... Uh, I'm not saying an eight out of ten for a dumb action movie is very different from an eight out of 10 for a movie like the lobster. You get what I'm saying? Movies need to be, movies need to be graded based on what they're attempting to be and how successful they have done that. Right. And how entertained I am by that. Cause to be fair, part of it. Yeah. Like the lobster is probably a way more thought out, a way more uh, in depth and a way more of a character study than any DC movie will ever be. I still will watch all of those way more and way more often than the lobster. All of them mm. in one sitting before I would watch the lobster. Yeah. And and I graded the lobster not bad. That's the that's the point I'm trying to make. Like it, the, also, the reason I got onto this subject is because I went and looked at some of the audience reviews of, of yeah, uh, Wonder Woman 84 is subpar yes. even by those standards. Um, but no, one of them from three days ago, a guy named Uncle Jay mm-hmm. viewed it, and all he said was, horrible waste of time. <laughs> yeah, I would imagine so. It's a comic book movie. Have you, but there were plenty of, I don't know, I... If it wasn't so long, maybe I would give it a give it a watch. I still might. Who knows? Um. So eight out of ten yes. is what I'm giving one round. <laughs> yeah. Brent, uh, what else have you seen? Uh, the other big one that I saw was that Soul on uh, Disney Plus, and I mean, it's your typical Disney Pixar movie, you know, feel good, you know, and stuff right. like that. It was enjoyable. I liked it. So I mean, uh, there's not a whole lot to review with that one, I suppose. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, anything else? Well, like I said, there's been other stuff, but those are the two big yeah. ones. Gotcha. Uh, Laura and I are paving our way through Mad Men. We we're almost done with the first season. And I got to say, this did this to me last time I watched it. I got like two or three seasons in the first time. And it, the first season is really good. 
it and i will stand by that i'm just afraid that i'm gonna be disinterested in like two or three seasons again because they do a really good job and i think it kind of stagnated for a while for me so we will be interested to see what happens but i don't think you give john um john turkey enough credit turkey i give him the right amount of credit yeah there's for those of you who don't get that, second that's there, John Ham. Yeah. For a second there, I thought Mike was about to defend John Ham while forgetting his name. <laughs> I mean, that's I'll about give John. Uh, John. Uh, John. <laughs> that's John <laughs> Ham. Credit he deserves. You're like, oh, I know that guy, but I forgot about him because yeah. he's boring. He's not boring. He's fine. Um. All right. Are we? Uh, are we ready to shoot this horse and get into SWAT? Wow, I am not you shooting. See, I I feel like you you are thinking this is going to be a disastrous review. Yes, this is a terrible movie. We all know that, but Aaron's going to thoroughly enjoyable and horribly <laughs> awesome movie. Aaron's going to review this like he he wants the characters to have more <laughs> substance. <No. laughs> I mean, it would have been nice. Some of the uh, we'll get into it. Yeah, let's. Oh uh, boy. Let's just get into this. Uh, before we do, though, go to our website, moviereviewcrew.com. You can request movies right on our homepage. We haven't done a themed month in a while, so maybe another themed month will come through. Get your listener requests in so we can start picking them again. SWAT from 2003. It's a PG-13 hour and 57 minute long film. Action crime adventure film. An imprisoned drug kingpin offers a huge cash reward to anyone that can break him out of police custody. And only the LAPD's special weapons and tactics team can prevent it. I had no idea. Wait. Don't. Yeah, I know. I had no idea what, what SWAT stood for. Did you ever make a guess? And if so, what was your guess? <laughs> Super. Serious whoop-ass you time. You just... <laughs> You just you just thought it was a th- like they just come in and swat the bad guys. It was just the word swat. I knew you know what, dude. It's like one of those things where you know it stands for something, and like you just you just never took the time to think about it. I got too much. Hey, Mike, you ever heard of uh, this little organization called the FBI? Yeah, Federal Booty Did booty you know? Federal Booty Inspectors. <laughs> yep, exactly. Oh. I've seen that T-shirt. Uh-huh. Or like, like the, you know, I just, there's so much stuff in my big, powerful brain you guys wouldn't understand Ooh. that I don't have time to, you know, go into what, what are these fake organizations? Well, you, know? <laughs> you should watch this movie then because it will literally take up zero room in your brain. Uh, anyway, we are, okay. Directed by Clark Johnson, written by oh, oh never mind. Okay, written by Ro- Robert Hamner and Ron Mita, adapted to the screen by David Ayer and David McKenna. Also, story by John McClane. Nope, Jim, damn it. <laughs> he, saw, he saw Jim and said, John. He saw McLean and didn't even bother with the first name is what happened. <laughs> I saw Jay McLean and I was yeah. like, John. Duh. Friggin' John. 
Uh, um, starring Samuel L. Jackson, Colin Farrell, Michelle Rodriguez, who I would like starring is a weird term, but she was big in the early 2000s. I don't know if she's still acting, is she? Yeah, well, uh, watch the, the Fast and Furious movies. Yeah. Well, outside of that, there's a you one of the houses was. I work out. <laughs> one of the houses I work at, the guy loves the Resident Evil movies, and she's still in the newer ones that they're making of those, or that they made in the last few years. So she's getting some work. No kidding. Interesting. Uh, also, as we alluded to earlier, Jeremy Renner, and I mean that's that's pretty much it in this one. And we're not going to go into any other Gigi? details. No more you didn't details. Say, oh, cool, Jay. Damn it. Yeah. Tried just. That was, that was the big end. Glossing over Why it. Why would you skip him? He's probably the best part of this movie well, and slash any movie he's in. He well, he found my biggest weakness. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Bullets. <laughs> he didn't have any he's sweet one-liners. He's got some good one-liners in this one too, oh, man. Which and one? They don't even make sense in this one. <laughs> He just holds a shotgun on a guy and says, tell oh, daddy yeah. how you want it. What does that mean? <laughs> he wants you to tell him how he you want it. Like, he's daddy, and you're supposed to tell him how he want, how he want it. I mean, what do you not get about that? Oh, God, what? Again, I just wanted to just skip right over this, and we had to double back. <laughs> um, SWAT I mean, on- say what you want about the quality. Uh, sorry, go ahead. You finish that up. No, 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 no. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm interested to see how you do this. Say what you want about the quality of the actors in this movie, but they all are perfect for this kind of movie specifically. And they all have enough charisma and and they're good looking enough to lead this kind of movie, which is just, you know, good looking people saying dumb things and and shooting guns. I mean, that's I don't want good actors in this movie. Oh, fair enough. Fair enough. SWAT on Rotten Tomatoes, good lord, gets a 58%, I'm sorry, a 48% from critics, giving it a 5.4, and a 52% from audience, giving it a 3.29 out of 5. And the critics' consensus, why I said good lord in the first place, just a competent (laughs) but routine police thriller. So the special weapons and... Tactics. Tactics. Okay. <laughs> I, was, I thought <laughs> I thought it was assault or something like that. And I was like, oh, that doesn't sound right. Anyway, the special team is routine, which that's not what you want a review of the film to be about. I'll be completely honest though. If you would have made me guess what the percentage by the, the critics was, I wouldn't have guessed above 15. I, I'm really <laughs> surprised this is that high on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh my god. That's what a scathing review. I would have yeah. guessed it would have been 15. <laughs> That's awful. Um Shane, why did you pick this one? Uh, honestly, this is this is one of those guilty pleasure type of movies where where just undoubtedly it's incredibly stupid. And and as far as like a filmmaking aspect, there there's almost nothing to commend about it you know there's nothing you're not going to show this in any sort of teaching class or anything like that but it's just a fun stupid action movie and it does it's 
it's a star-studded cast. Whatever you think about the quality of their career, or what, they are all big names that you know. Like whether you like them, whether you think their their work is garbage, you know these names and faces. It's a huge, huge cast. It's just fun to. to it's just a fun, dumb movie. It's like on Armageddon level for me. Maybe not that that high, but it it's similar. <laughs> where it's just like so, so stupid, but it's right. just it's just fun. I saw Aaron's face when you said Armageddon level. Yeah, let's. I mean, there's there's Armageddon, which is dumb schlock. Then there's this, which is not Armageddon. So, I mean, just it's similar in that it's incredibly stupid, and you probably should never watch it, but I enjoy watching it. Do you understand? Do you do hear the words coming out of your mouth? <laughs> That's a type of movie. There are some movies that should never be watched or enjoyed, and for some reason, I do. I, I just think this is an absolutely fantastic movie. And yeah, I don't. I, I, this you might think this is hyperbolic, but I don't think it is. Probably the greatest theme song in the history of the planet. What What's the theme song? <laughs> yeah, yeah, and they use that to to make a song called Sammy Samuel L. Jackson by by Hot Action Cop, and it's just a well, fantastic, okay. So that was actually song. one of my complaints about this movie. While we start to get into this, the the music sucked. It was like a, a weird combination of original soundtrack and awful two thousands music. And well, it was. The 2000s, and that's what movies did then. Okay, sure, but... Yeah, it's definitely a product of its time. But you have LL Cool J in your movie, and you don't take advantage of that by having him do the theme song? I don't think any... He did any of... He's not Will Smith. He doesn't do music in his own movies. He should have. Well, but I don't think he ever did. I mean, it's not like he was rapping about sharks in Deep Blue Sea. (laughs) Oh, that would have been great. I'm, I'm saying it would have fit more because they had like at the end, they had some sort of weird rap song that was telling us uh, about SWAT that was, that was Samuel L. Jackson. That was that. That was by Hot Action Cop. Okay, so do that, but with LL Cool J, so it's good. Well, that's fair. I mean, I'm, I would not have turned down an LL song in this in this movie. Maybe LL knew the quality of the film and he was like, nah, I ain't putting my music to this. Uh, it's it's the music. Uh, it's, uh, oh, boy. Uh, remember- Listen, I, I love LL Cool J, but at no point in his career did he say nah because he knew the quality of what he was doing. <laughs> <laughs> this man <laughs> did some bad movies. Well, and... The music, it's it, we already talked, it's a product of its time, but it's like we had these awful montages with just the worst selection of music because it's the 2000s and that's what they did in movies is use rock and rap songs instead of original soundtracks. And it's awful. Like a sound, we got a montage yeah. of, oh, it's of bad. Colin Farrell running and doing chin-ups on a, a lifeguard's post at a beach or wherever the heck he was not good i mean you it's the it's 2003 two whatever it was you have to throw a lincoln park song in there that was like a law (laughs) yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah god i i just that was one of the bigger complaints about this movie because i could look past 
to be honest, for an action movie in the 2000s, the the editing and how it was shot was actually pretty good. The, the flow of things happening was very clear. It wasn't uh, you know choppy and a bunch of there were some shaky cam moments, but uh, I think this was pre Jason Bourne, so it didn't get caught up in that movement. But it wasn't terrible. I mean, it was like TV show quality. It wasn't fantastic, but it was passable actually yeah you you nailed it this is a tv movie with with just a huge huge cast that's the only separation that's not what you want though (laughs) Uh, i mean (laughs) i don't want to swap i would i i would 100 percent take that approach to a swap movie over somebody trying to be like way so serious and like you imagine david ayer wrote this can you imagine if he would have directed it and taken it so Mm -hmm. serious and tried to make it gritty and like that would have been terrible i would much rather have this approach taken where it's just schlock um i i never really saw the original series so like with the tv phil you said of it that might have been intentional to try to stay true to the series like I said, I never I, really I, saw yeah, it, so I don't know. Like, I think it's just the source. I mean, what do you, what do you do with it other than make it feel like that? Because I mean, three quarters of this movie is compiling the team and training, and then we get kind yeah. of what feels like a rushed ending to it. So it, it just that's to me. I mean, there's a reason why it was resurrected as a TV show. It's just, I don't know, a SWAT team is is a better fit for that episodic formula where each yeah, week you can have I mean, a, a new cop thing. Procedurals are, yep. cop yep. procedurals are better served as, as TV shows. It, it, it's most cop movies that, that are just about the life of cops aren't good. And movies without some of, sort of theme or, or overarching something to say or story or actual characters. It, yep. it just felt very, that's it it's it's the characters unless you're focusing on uh, you know like training day the focus is more about the characters together and their differences and the rookie cop and the i mean this is not that this is what six five how many people are on this team just pick a cliche and throw them into a swat team and make them kind of a movie that's what they did yeah i will give this movie some credit though because around especially around this time there was a handful of movies where they took from old tv shows and decided to make them into movies like uh i think the dukes of hazard was around this time and stuff like that and some other ones and this was probably one of the better ones that they did around this time so i mean there's that at least wasn't was miami vice around this time with colin Farrell? i think it was a a little later it was a little bit later yeah oh six or oh seven i want to say but there was that, I would say probably from what, like 2000 to even 2010, they like did like a real, especially with cop shows, they did like a lot of well, and TV even, shows that uh, they made into movies. Mission Impossible was late 90s where they took that TV show and, and made what eventually turned into a huge franchise. Yeah. I didn't realize that that was even a TV show. Yeah, it's definitely not the same feel. Tom Cruise still in it? He was, yeah. Yep. 
I don't know if you're being serious. Definitely yeah. wasn't. It was, it was like, like 30 years before the movie. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's funny. But anyway, back to this. What? Let's say something good about it. Go ahead, Shane. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about uh, good things about this movie all day. Uh, one-liners, explosions, um, chases, helicopters crashing, um, it's, Samuel Jackson. It's just uh, a good old action movie. Like, I mean, do you got to turn your head, your brain off and watch an action movie? This isn't a bad one to watch. True, and it's just it's it's one hundred percent the cast is what does it because every one of, I mean, none of them are good. They're not given anything to do other than like you know. Uh, LL Cool J's like, I mean, he's he's like they're all cartoon characters, like Aaron said. They're, they're just like stock. They're the minorities are from the place in LA that they are supposed to be from, and now they've begun become part of the SWAT team. And there's there's nothing to them, but just the the chemistry between them and just how likable they are. I mean, that's how they got famous in the first place. They they all have incredible charisma. So it's just fun watching them. That, that's basically what the movie boils down to is watching this cast. And and I want to give them credit too, especially in the early 2000s when people were more likely to uh, lean on CGI, which was terrible at the time. All of the, whatever you want to call them, stunts, all of the chases and, and crashes and explosions and all of, I don't remember any instances of relying on cgi it looked like it was all done practically and if they use cgi it was just to enhance it so i give them credit for not relying on awful awful cgi i mean there was the one point where the helicopter crash i know a lot of that was probably cgi but they filmed it in a way that they didn't i mean it wasn't like uh oh hey the matrix did it let's do it with a uh, 130th of the budget and in a much worse way because that's what a lot of movies in this time did Yeah, they took the right approach. They they made it. I don't want to say an old school action movie because it it's a it's a like you said a product of its time. It, it's very much a two thousands summer blockbuster. But compared to a lot of movies coming out at that time, they weren't trying to be super hip and modern. It, it it at least in its approach to the material, it was old school in that it was just it was cops and robbers. I mean, it it, it was nothing more than that. Yep, it, it, and. Yeah, credit there too because they didn't turn it into, they didn't make the stakes too high. I mean, it wasn't like, oh, we got to stop him where the world ends or he blows up a city. It was like, if we don't stop him, he escapes. That was it. It's cops and robbers. <laughs> like, that's it. So, and like I said, most of the movie, a lot of the runtime was dedicated to putting a team together and, and showing their training. And then they have this one kind of, little series of events around the same bad guy that they're trying to keep in custody. Um, is there more you guys want to talk about? Colin Farrell's good. He always is. He didn't get much to work with, but uh, Jeremy Renner was actually fine in his role. You he Okay. Was... Can we stop the Renner hate? I feel like over no, the I'm with Mike on this one. Renner no, is an incredible no. actor, and you well, just don't like his face. Okay, hold on. Watch your tone. Uh, I know. Never did I say that. <laughs> I didn't say incredible. <laughs> I agree with Mike that Jeremy Renner is probably top ten actors of all time. 
Yeah, it goes. Him and Jer- Jimmy Totro. Jimmy Totro, Edward Norton. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> Look, no, the, it was I, around this time that I mean, okay, we're we're let's. I'm looking at his filmography now. Um, but, but, hold on, real quick. What you? We'll go through that in a second. But all I'm saying is, I feel like every time he's in a movie someone says he wasn't as bad as I thought he would be. And it's like, how many times do we have to say this before well, it's like a right, fact? Because at his worst, he's fine. Sure. Right. True. And, and, and I will sign say of a good actor. All right. But the okay, town was, yeah. Okay. I'm just See? going back to when, when he turned it around for me, the town was the start. Um, I guess the hurt locker, but I'm not as, Big yeah, he was phenomenal in the Hurt Locker. He was probably the best part of that tag movie we reviewed. Yeah, it's probably the worst part. Best part. The best part. Uh, no, really Hannibal. Hannibal yeah, Burris was. was. Yeah, yeah. I, it, that was a forgettable movie. I'm, it's, I'm trying to remember it as I said that. I was like, uh... dude, the the one line that sticks out to me was Hannibal Burris when they're all hiding in the closet at, at his therapy session, and he's like. Y'all gotta start taking my my mental health seriously. <laughs> he cracks me up, dude. He's a funny dude. Uh, but anyway, where I noticed, uh, where I kind of changed my mind was uh, Arrival, followed by Wind River, which Wind River I loved. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so you're a huge Jim, Jeremy Renner fan. I yep, top ten. Yeah, top ten. Also, I think I think Shane's right. The only reason you hate him is because he reminds you of stupid emo fa- emo emu face emu emu face Jimmy Clausen. No, the reason I don't like it, and I've I've said this, <laughs> it's not his fault. It's that these studios kept trying to push him into these lead action roles, like they wanted him to take over the Mission Impossible franchise, and they wanted him to take over the Jason Bourne franchise, and I just don't buy him in that role. It's just when he does the, you know, where he, what he should be doing, like Arrival and Wind River and the town where he can actually act and play a character. Jimmy Clausen looks like an emu. <laughs> it's true. Now half of the people that are listening to this are going to have to look up who the hell is Jimmy Clausen. Yeah, right. Jimmy Clausen is a former Notre Dame quarterback who played for the, the Carolina Panthers. Yeah, and I former think savior Ravens. of the Carolina Panthers franchise. Yep. But he's got a real long neck, and he kind of reminds me of Jeremy Renner a little bit. <laughs> it's a whole thing. Anyway, anyway, are is there is there more you want to say about uh, Jimmy Clausen? Nope. <laughs> what about what SWAT? About... Nope. <laughs> <laughs> uh, not not really. I mean, I I told you this was going to be short. This I I picked this movie specifically just to have fun watching a movie and and not think so hard and we, critique so hard for a little bit because it's just fun. Yeah. We didn't talk about the best performance in this movie though, and that's LL Cool J's abs. Oh boy. That's true. <laughs> that is true because he used to be fat and then blow. Those were his words. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. Um. You guys didn't convince me to to watch this movie whatsoever. <laughs> Uh, in all fairness, though, Hello, I wasn't abs Didn't convince you. Not at all. Not one bit. What were you saying? Well, I, I was saying that uh, I wasn't trying to convince you to watch this. Thank you. I appreciate so. some some honesty from from at least one or two of us. 
The third one, uh, <laughs> Shane. Uh, I, can I, at the very least, no. uh, convince God, no. you to listen to the song Samuel L. Jackson by Hot Action Cop? That I can, I can do. <laughs> okay. Right. Also, that up on YouTube. Right. Hold on, I gotta look him up. But the uh, spoiler alert here: the the cop that turned traitor at the end. I'm trying to find him. Yeah. Played by Josh Charles. That guy played the. Uh, leader of the uppity campers in wet hot american summer and that's all i've ever seen him in and that's all i could think of while he was on screen so if you've seen that you can't then buy into his spot. character <laughs> yeah. that's funny i mean he um, didn't do a bad job in that movie i mean he was on par with everybody that's else. the thing nobody in this movie did a bad job they're all I mean, Samuel Jackson has the ability to do great. He didn't in this movie. It didn't require it. Uh, Jeremy Renner has shown that he's great at times. Didn't have to be. Didn't require it. Same thing for everybody in this movie. At least they were aware enough not to try to turn it into some showcase of their acting abilities and just let it be a fun movie. Right. And that's probably the biggest, the biggest positive of this movie is everyone involved I, I, with the exception probably of David Ayer, who thought this was like a great, 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 great movie. But everybody else involved knew what this movie was, and, and they did not try to make it anything more than it was. Everybody was like, yep, this is dumb. Let's have fun. Let's, ha- let's hang out and have fun and, and make an action movie. Like that was, that was their goal. I like how he had to throw in that disclaimer, even though David Ayer's probably had nothing to do with production and only wrote it. <laughs> Listen, I don't like David Ayer. Obviously. We should, okay, on, on an episode down the road, we should compare, like, least favorites. Because we always do, like, what's our top ten? And then, like, a this or that of that. But we should do, like, which one would you rather watch in, like, the worst of the worst? You know? Like, uh, like I'm, I, I have fun with hating, so I'm, I'm all on board with that idea. Mm-hmm. Like, David Ayer or Michael Bay? Oh, it oh depends. I want Michael Bay all day. Yeah, depends on the movie though. Right, right. Because Transformers Bay Two, is stupid. What was well, that one yeah, he just did fair. with Ryan Reynolds? That was so uh, Six Underground or something. Oof. See, that's what I'm saying. It'd, it'd be, Honestly, it'd be, Ryan it'd be Reynolds would probably be lower on my list. <laughs> Definitely, guy. it'd be it'd be interesting to see. Is all I'm saying. Um. Let's let's get you guys to rate it. Uh, who wants to go first? I I mean I guess I could start it. Okay, it's uh, it's just a middle of the road movie, um, slightly elevated by a decent cast. So five and a half, and I feel like it just is what it is. That's what this movie, that's the territory this movie is in where it's like, you're not going to go tell your friends, Hey, I watched a great movie. It's like, Oh, that was not a waste of time. At least is how you feel after watching this. <laughs> uh, you know, five and a half, all of the characters are likable. All of the actors are likable enough to make it an enjoyable movie. And like I said, they kept a, the, the plot to, uh, I mean, it, it kind of knew what it was. It wasn't trying to be this grand thing. So Five and a half. Uh, Brent? Um, I'll give it six LL Cool J abs. 
You got a six pack of a of a of a score. Mm-hmm. Uh, Shane, what about you? Yeah, I'm right there. I, I, this cast is very good. I shouldn't. This is, again, I'm going back to that. I shouldn't, but I do. I love Ella Cool J's entire filmography. I would watch <laughs> anything with him in it. I don't know what it is. He's not a great actor. He's just cool. I just very like watching charismatic. him. <laughs> I mean, Mindhunters is a horrible movie, and I would and have watched that multiple times. I love LL Cool J. I think he's awesome in this. The entire cast is fun. I uh, I, I'm, I'm right with Brent though. It's it's a six. It, it it's just an average movie. It, it's elevated. It's a bad movie elevated by its incredible cast, really. But it, it's just fun to watch. They make it incredibly fun. All right. So that's a final score of five point eight four, which is a C minus, if I'm correct. Yeah, C minus. Correct. So. I brought this up earlier. This or coming to America? <clears throat> coming to America. That's this, and that's just I'd probably uh, watch that's this. genre preference. Yeah. Yeah. This or Hitchhiker's Guide? This. This. Probably this. Like, if you would have asked me before we re- re-reviewed Hitchhiker's mm-hmm. Guide, I would have went with that, but I don't know. Last yeah. time we did that, just not what I remembered. This or Crawl? Haven't seen it. Never saw it. Crawl. I can tell you that I would watch <laughs> anything over Crawl. It's such a dumb movie. That ain't true. I'm a ma- I'm gonna make a list. Oh my god! This or The Strangers? This. Oh my god! Oh, this. 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 Oh, I watch huh? this every yeah. day for a week. Yep. Somebody gave The Strangers too high of a score. <laughs> somebody. <laughs> somebody. Well, I gave it a six. All right, you were one of them. So I gave it a six. Hold on. Shane, you gave it a six. Mm-hmm. Did I? <laughs> I was one of them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so what the hell? I'm going to have to go re-listen to myself. I'm an idiot. Well, we already knew that. This or uh, The Village. This. Oh, that. This. The Village. This. This. <laughs> Brent, did you pick one? <laughs> yeah, this, this. I don't think you did. Oh, 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 oh. Uh, this interests me because uh, this one got a lower score. This or Mr. and Mrs. Smith? And I meant <sighs> Mr. and Mr. Mrs. Smith. Yeah, I probably meant this. That got a lower score. That's interesting. I'd probably go with I this. I don't think I was on that one. I love that movie way too much. Yeah, interesting. Interesting. Uh, last one we'll do. What about... Tinker Taylor Soldier Spot. That, oh dear that. God! This oh, it's funny. It's funny. All right, so five point eight four C minus for SWAT, the Special Weapons and Assault Team. SWAT. <laughs> SWAT. <laughs> Join us next week for another review. Who's whose pick is it? Yours. Fuck yeah. Any suggestions? (laughs) (laughs) Any suggestions? Uh, Yeah, a little movie called Cool Hand Luke is on Netflix. Bro, I actually fell asleep to that twice. Like, it was intentional. No, listen, I turned it on. Intentional? (laughs) I'm tired. Let's turn on Cool Hand Luke. That'll take you to sleep. Cool Hand Luke is extreme noises. (laughs) 
Basically, I was like it's falling asleep. Babbling brook and rain. <laughs> this is cool hand Luke. No, I was going through through Netflix and I was like, okay, cool hand Luke. I don't know if I've ever seen this. And then I was like, I'm getting tired. So I turned it on and fell asleep and it was great. It was great. Um, anyway, uh, so I have the pick next week. Get your requests in. MovieReviewCrew.com right on the homepage. Uh, anything else, guys? Nope. All right. Someone on the show. Tell your friends. Let's go. But inconspicuously. Through the window. Lady, I'm afraid I'm going to have to ask you to leave the store. Okay, that's it. Where are you guys? I'm going home. Game over, man. Game over. What are we going to do now? What are we going to do? Good night. And good luck. Thank you for listening to another episode of Movie Review Crew. Remember to like us and find us on any of your favorite social media platforms, as well as go to our website, moviereviewcrew.com. You're still here? It's over. Go home. Go. Go.